Aloha and welcome to the English 2.0 podcast, the podcast for ambitious English students who want to become fluent English speakers, global communicators, and real-world English 2.0 performers. My name is Al. Thank you so much for joining me today. Today we're going to do your question number 23. And we've got a great question today. Before we get into it, please make sure you are subscribed and or following on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, CastBox, Podcast Addict, or wherever you get your podcasts. Make sure you're uh, subscribed so you get every episode that comes out. And we do this podcast weekly at as of the time of this recording. And I don't know, we might increase it. We'll see. Uh, but thank you for joining me today. Also, please share with a friend, a classmate, or a colleague, and that would be very much appreciated. All right, so we've got a great question today, and this question comes from a participant in a recent clubhouse chat we had uh, a few nights ago. So if you are not joining uh, our chats on clubhouse, please make sure to, first of all, get the app. It's available now on iOS or Android, and it used to be on an invitation-only basis, but We've got some good news because as of about a little over a week, maybe two weeks ago, uh, they took away that requirement, and so invitations are no longer necessary. Everyone can join. So please join Clubhouse and follow me at Al Sensei, and I will be starting a group of my own there soon. Sorry, I was going to do it before recording this, and I didn't, so I don't know the name of it quite yet, but it'll be something like English 2.0 group or you know English-speaking group or something like that. So just follow me, and you'll be able to connect to the group. And then I'll, of course, mention it on future episodes. But make sure you're following me there. Also on Twitter, at uh, Sensei because they also have a similar function, and sometimes I will go live or start uh, audio chat rooms over there. So make sure you're following me in both places at uh, Al Sensei on Twitter and on Clubhouse. All right, so the question that came up in the group or in the chat the other day on Clubhouse was, Al, when I try to speak English, sometimes the ideas just don't come. You know, like when I speak in my native language, it's fine. However, when I try to do it in English, I don't get ideas. How can I fix this? All right. So, yeah, this is a very interesting uh, question. I appreciate the question. And now that I've had a little bit more time to think about it, I think um, there's a few other things I can add that I uh, didn't mention in that uh, chat uh, in Clubhouse. And so the first thing I would want to ask, um, if you were asking me this question right now, is, so you mentioned that in your native language, you have ideas, right? So is that the case, or do you have trouble coming up with ideas in your own language? Um, And now this person said, oh, so it's okay in my native language. Okay, so I said, okay, so... You, you have the ideas and you can communicate in your native language, but it's just a problem with English. She's like, yeah, sometimes. Uh, of course, she was a very, you know, a very good speaker in the chat. So I'm guessing in her other 
uh, interactions or maybe more complex um, situations or conversations she gets into, maybe that occurs. Um, and so my next question was, okay, so if that's the case where you are able to, you know, you have ideas in your native language, you just can't get it into English, well, that should just be a matter of vocabulary or a matter of, you know, coming up with the right words to express those ideas. I tried to get some examples uh, from her. She did mention one example, which was, for example, if someone asked her a question, uh, you know, where do you see yourself in five years from now or what will you be doing five years from now? So a very future-based question. Now that uh, type of question, a future hypothetical so something that hasn't occurred yet, something that you're kind of imagining in the future. Now, that's actually a very high-level function, or what I call language action. And so when you're, talking, when you're doing a future hypothetical, that's actually a quite a high-level function. So that, um, what that means is in any language, whatever language you use, it's going to be a tougher thing to do, a tougher... Uh, task to accomplish because it requires a little bit more thinking, a little bit more imagination and conceptual conceptualizing. <laughs> um, so right off the bat, it's that's going to be a tougher challenge than, for example, describing something in the present or in the past. So that's just one thing to note about that particular example. But again, if you're able to express if you're if you're able to answer that question uh, pretty smoothly in your native language um, I don't think there's any reason why you shouldn't be able to in English and and if you can't it, to me it'd just be a matter of the vocabulary just having the right words uh, to do it because you do have the ideas you just don't have the words to express those ideas now one more thing that I didn't think of uh, on the in the chat room was, one actually one thing to her credit was maybe you know she's completely changing her mind into english and so if she's you know thinking in english completely and therefore like totally disconnecting from her native language that would maybe make a little more sense uh because if she's just disconnecting completely from her native language that and thinking in English, coming up with the ideas in English, um, well, that might make a little more sense because then she wouldn't be able to get the ideas out. So if that's the case, um, that's a very interesting thing I really haven't thought of before. If, if one is, first of all, able to do that, you know, completely disconnect, <laughs> um, and second of all, you know, think completely in a non-native language. So I know we always, you know, teachers and, and me in particular, we always talk about thinking in English. Now, I never really thought of it as completely separating your uh, English mind from your native language. Uh, I mean, in the, in the production of the language, yeah, of course we want to do that. But in the thinking part of it, I never really uh, thought about completely separating them. But anyway, uh, which brings me back to one of my main points that, one of the main lessons uh, that I teach, which again is going back to the language action 
point. Okay, so language actions are those things, you know, the reasons why you are speaking, the the ways in which you are using the language. For example, um, you know, we mentioned the future hypothetical before. So you could be talking about a future uh, plan, hypothetical. You could be describing an object in the present. You could be um, describing events of the past. Um, you could be asking for permission. You could be making a request. You could be giving an opinion. You could be agreeing or disagreeing. Um, these are all examples of language actions. And so for me, if you're able to study language actions and learn a few, not all, but a few of the phrases you need to complete each of those language actions, and you can get those down pretty well, then I think you'll probably be covered for a lot of your communication. Maybe not all, but for a lot of your basic communication functions, things that you want to do, you should be covered. And so, what do I mean by language action and the phrases? So, for example, um, if you are, if your uh, language action was to ask for permission, so your phrase would be, "Oh, could I?" Da da da, and then fill in the blank. So, could I open the window, for example, or could I borrow twenty dollars? Okay, so, these are just examples of that. Or may I? Or if you are, for example, inviting someone, you're, the phrase may be, oh, would you like to blah, blah, blah. Okay, so would you like to come to a barbecue this weekend or you know something like that, right? You fill in the blank. But those are the phrases that you would study and practice to achieve that particular language action. For example, inviting or asking for permission. Okay, same thing with any of the language actions. So now bringing you back to the question... Um, how do I get ideas in English? So in that particular example of the future hypothetical, if you knew the phrases to achieve that goal of describing a future hypothetical, then if that's the point, then again, to me, I, just, I call that vocabulary, You're just learning the words that you need to achieve that particular language action. So in this case, a future hypothetical would be something like, oh, well, in the example of five years from now. So in five years from now, I might be blah, 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 blah. So just for example, I'm just thinking about this off the top of my head. Yeah. So I might be da, 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 or I see myself da, 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 da. So those would be some example phrases. And then the actual ideas, so the content of that so what actually will you would you be doing in five years so this is where you have to fill in the examples and the ideas now if this is the part where you're having trouble thinking of ideas then to me this is not a language problem it's just a, you know you wouldn't be able to answer that in your native language either right so you need the those things you know the actual content what actually you'd be doing in five years that's what you have to you know, come up with by yourself. And if you couldn't do that in your native language, you, of course, couldn't do that in English. So, <laughs> all right. So I hope that makes sense. Um, and it was a great question. So thank you so much for that. And thank you for listening. Uh, if you have a question, please feel free to, I mean, the best way would be to join our Clubhouse chats. Again, download the Clubhouse app and follow me at Al Sensei or on Twitter at Al Sensei, or you can always go to alsensei.com 
and there's a little voicemail tab on the right hand side of the page click on that leave your message and i will get back to you as soon as i can those are the best ways to ask your question and i would appreciate if you do have a question i always appreciate the questions that come in all right so we're going to wrap it up there so thanks so much for joining me today we will see you next time on the next episode of the english 2.0 podcast and always remember to level up your learning and level up your life <laughs>